Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Well, let's take some questions. We've got lots of questions that have come into us regarding Mormonism and uh, the recent political season related to Mormonism. So let me just read some of the questions that we've had come in and answer them. We'll have a good time with that today. One of the most important questions that we've had, one of the most interesting questions is, is there an attempt to keep Romney's faith off the national stage? And my answer is absolutely no question. (laughs) I'm stunned that we've gotten this far in the presidential race without some more significant airing of religious issues, particularly related to Mormonism. And I was very disappointed, I have to tell you. Now, all of you know I lean conservative, so obviously, you know, I'm, I'm... more probably politically in terms of values with Romney than Mr. Obama. Uh, But I was very disappointed in Mr. Romney's convention speech in which only three words were devoted to Mormonism. He said, we were Mormons, uh, describing his family in his early days. And that was it. Other than that, he talked about church. He talked generically about religion. He never again mentioned Mormonism. Now, what bothered me about that was that that was on a Thursday night. On the very next Sunday morning, Mr. Romney attended an event where Bill Marriott, the owner, of course, founder of the Marriott chain, uh, celebrated him as a, quote, ambassador of Mormonism. So what's happening is that within Mormonism, they're perceiving Mr. Romney as an ambassador of Mormonism, but in the political sphere and on the national stage, uh, we're not really talking about it. Uh, I've had Republican leaders say, love your book, and then they jokingly put their finger to their lips as though to say, shh, don't say anything. They, they said, love it, agree with it, uh, glad you did it, uh, want it to sell well, but don't, don't, don't say too much publicly. We need to get Mr. Romney in there. I, I uh, am very clear and very public about my uh, differences with Mr. Obama. Yes, I, I'm, I leaned towards Mr. Romney's politics, but that doesn't mean uh, that we have to go mum on the whole issue of religion. I think the people who are really sort of compromising themselves, I know that sounds harsh, Um, are the Christians, the evangelicals, who will do seminars in their churches against Mormonism or teaching and exposing Mormonism, quote-unquote, and then in this election are are hardly saying a word. So, yes, there is an attempt, not a conspiracy, just a sort of a a shared value uh, of keeping Mr. Romney's faith off the national stage. It's not going to work. It's going to come up. It's going to come out. It is part of the issue here. Uh, I heard a very skilled political pundit say the other day in in a closed meeting, uh, that that uh, if Mr. Romney was a Baptist, he would be much tighter in the race uh, with Mr. Obama. So yes, there is an attempt to keep it off the stage. I don't think it's going to serve Mr. Romney well. I think there's a certain stay-at-home factor, as I've said before, and I think that this is uh, this is a this is an unwise attempt. Uh, There's another question that I've been asked, and that is, you know, Stephen, you and others speak about Mormonism as though it's particularly irrational, as though it's uh, perhaps less uh, scientific, less academically verified than other faiths, but all religion is based on faith. All religion is based on something uh, that's irrational, even your Christianity, they say, speaking to me. Uh, And so how how do you distinguish this? How do you you explain this? Why why do you speak of Mormonism as being particularly uh, unverified and irrational? Well, 
faith, of course, is something that you believe, sometimes even contrary to evidence. Of course, that's the, that's the idea. I, for example, believe that God does miracles. Well, that's not, that's not rational necessarily. That's actually counter-rational. That means that God is doing something, uh, can do something, does things that are uh, counter to the normal laws we live with every day. I'm not saying he's you know, countering the law of gravity by letting us float around the room, but when someone is healed, and I do believe in healing, uh, when a marriage is healed, um, when a child doesn't die of a horrible cancer and there's been lots of prayer, yes, I believe that often God is involved in sort of reversing uh, law. So in a sense, all faith uh, is to some extent irrational. However, uh, the difference between Mormonism and, for example, my own Christianity uh, is that there is a less of a leap, number one, uh, I'll explain that in a minute, and, and number two, sometimes in, in faith, you take a step beyond where the evidence takes you. But if there's no evidence, then, then there's no basis for taking a step. Let me explain to you what I mean. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ existed in the world is absolutely historically verified. Even his enemies said so. Um, that he led a movement, that he started a church, uh, and even that he claimed to do miracles, even the Romans said. Um, there is historical confirmation for uh, the Bible. There's historical confirmation for what the Bible says and claims. There's historical confirmation that the people who are claimed to have existed in the Bible did. Um, and then, of course, there's a huge movement that came afterwards. Uh, when it comes to Mormonism, now you know that I'm, I'm fairly, I think, uh, kind, balanced, fair when it comes to Mormonism, like my Mormon friends, like with, uh, respect what they've accomplished. But when it comes to Mormonism, uh, there is an emphasis placed on a burning in the bosom. That's an exact phrase that they use. There is uh, an emphasis placed on uh, Heavenly Father confirming in our hearts rather than rational evidence. There is, for example... Almost no confirmation for the history that the Book of Mormon claims uh, that that Hebrews came to the New World and settled in the New World and started civilizations and lived for hundreds of years and there were wars and so on. N no evidence at all. Um, so we could go on and on and on and on. It's not just the highly mystical things about Mormonism that we can leave to the realm of faith. I don't, you know, of course, believe that uh, you know what they believe about spiritual matters, but. But even, even what they claim about earthly matters is not verified. There's not an objective, rational, academic, scientific, verifiable basis for what they claim about history. There is about Christianity. Uh, there is about Judaism. There, there, there is about uh, you know, faiths of that stripe. So all, all that to say, there is a vast difference. Faith is always a leap beyond the rational. But, some, but, but when you're speaking of Christianity, for example, the jumping off point is much, much further down the road because there's so much evidence. Whereas with Mormonism, there's almost no evidence for what they claim about earthly matters. And therefore, the leap of faith is gigantic um, and, by the way, counter rational. And so that's, that's my answer to that. Another question that's come in is what are the positives of Mormonism, uh, especially when it comes to politics? And I think I've addressed this in earlier podcasts, but absolutely there are positives of Mormonism. Uh, if you're only speaking of a civic level, again, I'm speaking as a Christian, so I don't believe that the spiritual claims of Mormonism are true in the same way that they don't believe. And I have dear friends who are Mormonism, who are Mormons, who look me right in the face and say this, they don't believe that what I believe is true. Uh, and that, of course, that's, that's understood. But 
but the bottom line is that, yes, there are civic virtues. There are positives uh, about Mormonism when it comes to leadership. Remember that Mormons believe they are on earth to qualify, to overcome obstacles, to show themselves worthy, to please Heavenly Father and prove themselves in some way. Um, they invest in education. They uh, understand this life to be about challenges. They believe in leadership. They believe in, uh, in, in ascending and, and accomplishing and investing and and prospering. Um, and they're very good at it. That's why for only 7 million, they're exerting a, an astonishing level of influence in this society. And so I think I used the illustration before, and it's one that I, it's kind of humorous, but it makes the point. If I have a friend who religiously believes that his head will explode if he tells the liar steal something, I, I could just laugh myself to tears at that idea. And then I might think, huh, well, Okay, he believes something weird, but at least he's not very likely to steal from me or lie to me. Um, and that's kind of how I see at least the civic side of Mormonism. I might not share its spiritual values. I might not share its beliefs. I do like uh, in, in government, uh, in civic affairs, in business, the implications, the results, the fruits of their faith at that level. Uh, and then there's, there's one more question that I'll throw in, and that is I often get asked now about the difference between Ryan's faith and Biden's faith, Vice President Biden's faith. Um, both of them are Catholics. Both of them uh, say they're devoted Catholics. Uh, Mr. Biden is closer to the church's teaching on social issues. The Roman Catholic Church's teaching on social issues uh, is not hard conservative, hard right. Um, it actually arose in the 1890s um, uh, in its current formation, uh, quite a bit left-leaning. Uh, it was it was it was far more left-leaning than most people today would, would would understand. And it's it's changed over the years. It's morphed as the as the popes have uh, issued statements, and there's been more scholarship. It's it's more centrist now, but it's definitely not hard right. So Mr. Biden would disagree with the teaching of the church on abortion, uh, on uh, homosexuality, for example. But he would be closer to where it is in terms. Terms of uh, the poor, in terms of unions, uh, in, in terms of uh, a society's sort of economic fairness and e e equality, economic equality. Mr. Ryan would be closer to the church's teaching on abortion, on homosexuality, on other uh, issues like that, but he would be further away, I think, than Mr. Biden from the traditional Roman Catholic Church social teaching because uh, he's pretty much hard right. He's very close to a libertarian. And uh, that may appeal to many of my listeners, but it's not uh, in line with the primary teachings, social teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. Faith is fascinating. Pay attention to it. If you hear a word come up in the news, if you hear something discussed, whether it's uh, Sikhs in a tragedy or uh, Alawites in Syria, uh, study it, learn it. Faith is shaping our world, and these questions show us a little bit that that's true. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN, and a blogger for a number of leading online news services. His groundbreaking books on faith and American society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, The Mormonizing of America, and the soon-to-be-released Lincoln's Battle with God. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. 
The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group. Thank you.